Welcome to The Grit. As always, I'm your host, Digit Murphy, and we talk about adversity. We talk about falling down and getting up on our show. And we are with an awesome guest today, Kristen Hannafin. I met her at the Aurora Games up in uh, New York State. She's from that fine New York State, and she's here with us today. And I, I had to have her on a show when I, when I met her. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you. Thanks so much. It's great to be here. Yeah. And uh, the thing that I loved about your story was uh, you were an athlete growing up, and uh, we kind of bonded over that. So let's let's walk through how you you grew up playing sports. Yeah. No. I've I've been in sports. I basically could say it my entire life. Um, I have been around sports. Uh, yeah. Uh, my dad played professional basketball over in Europe. Um, so I grew up on the side of courts watching him play, hanging out with the team, um, and then you know through my own career, uh, played field hockey in middle school, high school, and then in college, uh, played for division three, um, field hockey team at Manhattanville. Um, and then now currently I work in sports, which I absolutely love, uh, as the director of the Lake George convention visitors bureau. One of my main markets is, is the sporting market, sport tourism market, um, which is how you and I sort of got connected when we chatted at the Aurora games. Um, and really the, the world of sports and, and sport tourism is just really exploding. Um, it's crazy. And I, yeah. It's, it's funny, you know, uh, interesting story and of small, how small our world is, is I was actually at a conference for sport tourism probably about two years ago, talking with this very tall gentleman, um, about basketball. And, um, we just happened to mention, you know, Hey, I've been in sports this long. I've been in sports that long. And he goes, well, you know, my dad played professional basketball. I said, well, gee, funny. My dad played professional basketball. <laughs> well, my dad played in the South of France. I said, huh, funny. My dad played in the South of France. What's your dad's name? So I told him. I said, what's your dad's name? Told him. We realized that our both of our fathers had played professional basketball in the South of France within a five to seven year window. And we had lived within probably, I don't know, three or four towns over cities from each other. And we were both working in the same sports industry, sport tourism industry. So small world. I think we were in South Bend, Indiana at the time when we met. So, and you know, the world gets smaller, you know, it, with does. Sports. it gets smaller and smaller. There's, I'm telling you, I'll be on a plane in freaking China and I'll like run into someone that knows someone from Rhode Island. I mean, it's just nuts. And then yeah. that's the power of sports. And that's probably why, you know, you went into it, into the, uh, the business. So, you know, you're, you're really a firecracker in the uh, sports world, Kristen, you know, um, you were written up in the Glens Falls business journal. Um, and you know, you talk about using sports to augment the local tourism economy and you talk about it being recession proof. Like, can you talk a little bit about that? Because, you know, I, I, you know, as a coach, you know, I like to get into now, what are the business ramifications of sports and how can they help local economies? Well, you know, um, I work, I, I may or may not, we have not have chatted with you about this, but, um, you know, because I work in all of the different market segments, so I'll work with groups that are on the corporate side or the association side or religious groups, as well as the, the sport groups and, and the tournaments. And what I've found uh, for us in particular here in our region of, of Lake George and Warren County is that um, because they're year round and it doesn't matter what's, what the sport is, whether it's a volleyball tournament, whether it's a hockey tournament, baseball, basketball, youth sports in particular, um, those teams are coming. I mean, unless we have a blizzard or we have, you know, major weather events, um, 
you know, those are bo- that's booked business. So as we try to grow our tourism economy and find different ways and different avenues in which we can bring in those new dollars and create more of an economic impact, um, I've been looking more for our area and for our region because we have such amazing assets. I mean, we've got fields, we've got courts, we've got a mountain, two mountains actually, we've got a lake, um, and all these all these um, trails too. That using the assets you have from a destination standpoint and really using them as catalysts to grow and bring more visitors, bring more room nights, um, bring more dollars and sales tax to your area um, really means that that sport tourism and, and that whole economics of it is just so important to a destination. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's interesting because I, w- I went up to um, Glens Falls and I fell in love with the community. I think it's a sleepy little fun little town and I could actually see athletes living, breathing, eating, sleeping in the community. And one of the things that I always talk about is how do we do women's sports differently? You know, how do we Mm -hmm. get, how do we get women, you know, get people to watch women's sports? And I actually think that communities like Glens Falls, community like Albany and where you guys live, you know, could actually be a place where women could uh, play sports. Like, do, do you agree with that community-based concept? Because I'm trying to figure out how do we get more people to care about professional women's sports? So I see them being in smaller markets. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. I mean, I, I think, you know, we certainly have some very strong followings for our, our younger women's sports, whether it's the volleyball teams or, um, you know, some of the softball teams, you know, just from, from a youth standpoint. But I think there is a tremendous amount of potential, particularly in the Glen Spells area, being such a hockey town, you know, with our own um, ECHL Adirondack Thunder. I mean, we are a hockey city right there. Mm-hmm. They, they love their hockey. They love their sports. And to be able to, to dovetail, I mean, that's the men's side of it. But, you know, if, if you love sports, you're a sport enthusiast, you're a fan. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of room for growth, not just on, on the hockey side, but we've talked a little bit about lacrosse. Um, you know, we've got great facilities for our lacrosse to, to be able to be played. And so I think that, um, you know, just seeing it, you know, having a daughter who has gone through the ranks, I mean, she's 18 now, mm-hmm. and seeing her play volleyball in and around the area and lacrosse in and around the area and being around the different coaches and, and the opportunities I, I do think that we have a, mar- a market there that's potentially ripe for, for bringing in those kinds of sports. Yeah, and, and Absolutely. I'm, I'm thinking about, well, first of all, congratulations. You raised an 18-year-old daughter. I have two of them, so I get it. Good job. <laughs> and, and a 16-year-old son who's, who's still, uh, he's a sport sport guy too. He's a basketball guy. Oh, unbelievable. So, uh, you know, congrats yep. just for having kids and, and, and actually navigating the space. So why don't we pivot to that? Like how... How was it, you know, are you a, the only woman in your career? Because I don't think I mentioned that you are the special event and convention sales director at Lake George Regional Chamber of Commerce and CBB. And, you know, they named you, the Sports Destination Management Magazine named you as one of the who's who's in sports leadership among top tourism professional across the U.S. So you're a mover and a shaker. How is it being a woman in this field and are there opportunities for women or I don't really know about the field that much. So talk about that. Um, yeah, I th- you know, I think there are there's a lot of opportunities in the field, um, you know, just looking at the cross section of the attendees, for example, who were just at our forest our summit that I was just at. We were talking about this earlier um, mm-hmm. the last couple of days, which is by Sport ETA, formerly known as the National Association of Sports Commissions which is a national group, uh, an organization that I belong to. 
And in looking at the room and seeing this is all an education uh, symposium over the last three days to learn more from each other and then more about sales and strategy and sponsorship. Um, but if you look across the board, there are more women coming into into this industry. And, you know, I come come at it from a couple of different angles. And my my journey has been somewhat personal as well, because I grew up with sports, both on the professional level and then I played in college. I've lived it, eaten and breathed it with my own kids. You know, I've been on fields, I've been on courts, I've been the traveling parent driving for hours on end to find the hotel and find the fields. And, you know, so yeah, believe me, I've been as, you know, all over the country with some of these sports. And, and we all know, you know, when we've done that with our kids, that, you know, you, you drive those extra four hours or, you know, you're up at 5 a.m. to be on, you know, call time on the field for six. And you're standing in the pouring rain or the freezing cold with nine layers on, you can't feel your fingers. Um, so as I, you know, I do this in my day-to-day job, um, what's what's interesting, and I try and flip it around a little bit saying, you know, yeah, I've been that parent who has stood in the pouring rain and the freezing cold, and I want to make sure that my hotel is close enough to my field. So as I'm servicing and working with my clients, whether it's, um, you know, a lacrosse tournament or a basketball tournament, whomever you know, working with the tournament directors and the rights holders, you know, I can bring a little bit of a different perspective to it to say, yeah, I get it, you know, been there um, and want to give you a better, a, the best experience possible. Yeah. You know, you, 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 but, you know, you bring up a really cool point, um, you know, as a mom. And again, I don't, I don't think you really said, you said there are more and more women getting into it. Mm-hmm. Are there many women in the industry now? Cause I want to, I want to oh, yeah. continue to, to build. Yeah, on no, that. there's, okay. There's definitely a, a number of women um, in this industry, and, okay. and they keep growing. Absolutely, okay. and so, there are so huge opportunities there. I want to I want to jump on that because I think that you just described the the soccer mom or the lacrosse mom or dad, but I really feel like um, there's such a benefit, you know, for you to have had that experience and now taken it one step further, like you are. There's no doubt in my mind that you're going to be a, a superstar in this because you live, breathe, eat, sleep it every day, like you mentioned. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, you must, I mean, you must just be a rock star in your, in your area because you live it, right? Well, yeah, trying, I'm trying, um, well, you know, it's, it's, humble. uh, try, try, trying to, you know, be the rock star. Absolutely. But, um, well, so it's, so on that note though, being the rock star, you must've had some lows, like what? You got it. So the grit here, I think, you know, this, it's about, you know, getting up when you fall down. Do you have any kind of, uh, not story, but you know, anything, anytime you failed and you're like, oh man, but now because I'm an athlete, you know, I just powered through it and probably every day being a mom of two kids, but no, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's, um, there's, there's always ups and downs with anything. Um, and in particular with, you know, with this particular position with this industry in this area, um, you know, not everybody's always embraced the idea of sport tourism being that catalyst to drive new business, to bring more new tourists. So some of it has just been, you know, overcoming an educational process in, in and around the area to say, hey, look, you know, this is a huge opportunity. There's a lot of money behind this. Um, right, right. And so, you know, trying to change the mentality sometimes of a destination of the stakeholders of those that are traditionalists in in their thinking and they say okay well we've always done it this way 
And if you know nothing about me, I'm that crazy girl that's going to throw something against the wall a thousand times and see if it sticks. And, you know, I think big. I'm like 60,000 feet up in the air going, hey, let's try this. And they all look at me and they go, what? I'm like, no, 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 it, it can work. Um, you know, I've, I've brought some events to the area and they've been super successful. And then I've been, I've had a couple events come through where, you know, it was a dud and yeah. it could have been great, but for one reason or another, whether it was, you know, the, the room nights that were promised were not necessarily delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so you kind of have to recover from that to say, well, yeah, I did promise you guys that this was going to work and some things are just out of our control. Um, right. The, the organizer, for example, sold us a, a great bill of goods, but when it came down to it, didn't was a little bit short on the delivery when it came to you know the marketing of the outreach. And so while we were supposed to have, let's say, 200 teams, and they ended up with like, you know, 70. Right. Yeah. And you can't account for that. But the only thing you can do is, you know, be transparent and honest as a leader. And I'm sure a Absolutely. lot of that you learn is being yep. part of a team, right? Right. And it's, uh, you know, and sometimes you just have to roll with the punches. I mean, not everything is going to go perfectly. Um, you know, another case in point is we had a brand new event come in this past year um, and we had, you know, worked with the organizer, tried to get some volunteers lined up and they were all supposed to come and lay sport court. And so literally at nine o'clock in the morning, I'm showing up to a site and there's all these piles of sport court and no one's had to lay them down. So I was laying, helping lay sport court. Uh, at you know nine forty five in the morning, the pouring rain. But but that's what but that that's how you get stuff done. And you know I, I can just remember so many times like helping my team unload the bus or whatever. You know, no one's bigger than you know the team. So you must be no. a great leader. So a couple other questions. Uh, so I met you at the Aurora Games. What did you think of that whole um you know concept? You know, did you like that? I think the Aurora Games are a phenomenal concept. Um, I think that it is a great way to showcase, you know, these high-level athletes, give them the opportunity to interact with the public. I mean, my favorite part of that entire, those entire couple of days was seeing those kids at that lunch, being able to talk to and, and interact with, you know, some of your star athletes, and then going to the clinic and having them get that one-on-one and be able to, you know, see those little stars in their eyes and say, wow, you know, that could be me someday. Yeah, it was the see it, be it. The see it, be it one was really special, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe in our show notes when we put it out for the grit, we'll have to get some pictures on Insta or, you know, yeah, somewhere I, because it was really, really cool. It was very cool. And for us as a community to have, you know, that level of interaction with, you know, Olympians and, and I mean, you know, the city of Glens Falls, the, you know, upstate New York. I mean, it's, we're not New York city. We're not a Chicago. We're not huge, but it was an awesome opportunity for us to showcase our love of hockey, to showcase our fans and be able to, to have the kids who do play hockey and the, and the girls, the young women who play hockey, um, just have that opportunity. And I think it really helped us elevate, you know, even, you know, young women's hockey, uh, in our area and, and, develop more interest, frankly, you know, find I more agree. athletes, we create those feeder programs for you um, and have them go and, and just see what the opportunities are. And hearing the stories, I think were great. It from was, um, It was magic. Athletes. It was magic, you know, and a couple yeah. of the kids after talking, I always call them kids, my players, you know, they're young women. Um, they, that was a really special event. Um, and even the VIP one where we were with the people and mingling, 
I mean, those are the really special things I think that makes women's sports um, just really, really cool. And I, I just don't, I think we've just scratched the surface on some of the things we're going to do as women. So, um, yeah. you know, we're going to wrap this up, but you know, is there anything else, any projects that you'd like to share, you know, anything you want to, you know, talk about lastly? Um, you know what, we're, we're staying really busy here in, up in, uh, in the Lake George area and, you know, driving more and more sports and women's sports. I mean, I've got some, some events coming in next year. I've got a very large women's volleyball tournament coming in. We're trying to get some women's beach volleyball juniors on our beach, um, for next year. We've got a few other things in the mix, some softball tournaments, love to see some more women's hockey, uh, tournaments come back or lacrosse. So Yeah. I'm saying busy. I'm a busy well, girl. Well, good. You know, no, no flies on you. I, I always say, you know, if, if, uh, if I'm sitting still, people can't take shots at me. So, um, yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> so, so they can find you at uh Lake George That's a good place. And, yep. uh, and, uh, we, we also are here at the grit live. We're on Insta and Twitter. Um, and we're also on SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, Spotify, we're all over the place. So we'd love to have you also cross promote us. And is there, do you have any other, um, places where do you have Insta or Twitter or you don't do that? We do. We have, uh, we have a Facebook page through the Lake George, uh, Chamber of Commerce and Convention Visitors Bureau. You can also go on to visit Lake George, um, area. And Google us that way. We also have a whole page there on our sports and on our meetings, conventions um, as well. So we also have Instagram through the chamber, through um, through the tourism office. So, Well, you're awesome. We'll have to have you back again someday when the Aurora Games comes back. Uh, but you're great. And I really, really appreciate the time you took, Kristen. I know uh, you're a busy lady. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. It was great meeting you uh, back in the Aurora Games back in August, and I hope we can move forward and continue all the great fun work that we have started. Looking forward to it. We, we will. Uh, our women, Women's Network, we're taking over, baby. All right, yes, I'm, we are. <laughs> all right, I'm Digit Murphy for uh, Kristen Hannafin here on The Grit. We'll see you next time. See you later. Thank you. Thank you.